Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market. And it's been a while since I did my last podcast. I think it's been about, what, two weeks or so? Three weeks. Three weeks, I think, is how long it's been because I've missed the last two weeks. Obviously, the first one was for the Thanksgiving break, and then the second one was for trying to get caught up from being off for Thanksgiving. So it's, I've been playing a little bit of catch-up here, but I'm excited to do this podcast episode. Today, we're talking about the Santa Claus rally, and it's this phenomenon that goes on in this market for years and years and years now where... There tends to be a rise in stock prices during the last five trading days in December and the first two trading days in the January that follows. Now, if you take a look at the Stock Traders Almanac, so I'm going to give them credit here, it will tell you that stock market rises about 1.3% on average during those seven trading days. And historically speaking, the stock market is up 76% of the time. And let me tell you, that's very well above average. But then you say, well, what about last year? Because December of last year, that was horrendous. It was really bad last December. I know. I know the stock market was dropping like a rock last year. I actually had a profit during that time, which is kind of cool. I like to brag about that a little bit, toot my horn. But in any case, on the surface, you would think there was no way that there was a Santa Claus rally last year in the stock market when the month of December was down double digits as a whole. But. If you look at when, technically speaking, the rally started, which would have been Monday, December 24th, and the five days that followed, that would take you to December 31st, ironically, we had, if you remember, it was one of the greatest rallies of all times. Of course, it was a massive, you know, bounce off of some extreme lows, but the S&P, I think, rallied over like 110 points or something crazy like that, the Dow. And I'm just trying to remember based off of memory here, but the that Dow, I think, like rallied 1,100 points. The NASDAQ probably rallied like 10 million points. <laughs> but no, seriously, there was a Santa Claus rally last year. It was probably the most desperate Santa Claus rally that's ever been needed. But yes, we had a Santa Claus rally there. When the Santa Claus rally started, the S&P had closed the prior day at 24.16. The end of the year, it closes at 25.06. So you have about a 3 plus percent rally. Now, the Santa Claus rally also extends into the new year too. So January 2nd and January 3rd. Now, the funny thing about that is, is that those two days were actually down. And then thereafter, the market basically hasn't looked back yet. So there was a there was a two-day sell-off where on January 2nd, the market opened lower, finished four points higher. But the following day, there was a massive sell-off. You saw the S&P go from 25.10 all the way down to 24.47 and close there. And then it looked like we were going to definitely go test the December lows again, which we didn't do. That was just that sell-off on December or on January 3rd was a, just a weird anomaly. I believe it also took place when Apple was warning on some of their future earnings guidance, which is kind of laughable now when you consider where Apple was at at this particular moment, trading at new all-time highs. But yeah, there, it, was a, it was a very weird day. The market sold off pretty hard, and then it's just been on a tear ever since. The market went from January 3rd, where it closed at 24.47, to closing at the end of the month at 27.04. So a massive rally, massive rally, 250 points worth. 
but that's beyond the scope of this podcast. What we're really talking about is Santa Claus rally. So we had, we'll talk about the five days here from last year. You had the 24th, which sold off. Then you had the 26th that saw the massive rally. The 27th, which rallied again and tried to sell off intraday, but it, it came back with flying colors. The 28th sold off. But then you had the 31st that rallied. The first or the first day of the trading year on the second of January that rallied just a little bit and then a pretty big sell off on the third. Overall, what was the net result? A Santa Claus rally that went from twenty four sixteen all the way up to twenty four forty seven. Pretty large bandwidth in terms of the lows and the highs, but nonetheless, it did rally. Not much when you take all those days into account, but it did rally. But let's go ahead and talk about the month of December as well particularly when it comes to trading around the Christmas period, because there's a lot of low volume trading at this time. You have a half day of trading right before Christmas, and then you have Christmas obviously off. Then the market, if if there is a trading day following Christmas this year, there is on the 26th, that's going to almost always be a low volume day. So from the, the Santa Claus rally is usually marked by very low volume. And then of course you have the last day of the trading year, and that's that can also be a very quirky time. I mean, you, you have a lot of people that are making moves at the very end of the year. And a lot of times, their they're losses, they're cashing out their losses so they can take them for tax write-offs. So you'll see some of the, the stocks from the course of the, the past year that were really bad get even worse because people are all of a sudden saying, you know what, I want the tax write-off, I'm going to take it, I'm going to sell that stock. And sometimes, they'll, if they still have hope for the stock, they'll just buy it back next year. But then they're, they're longer-term stocks, right? Let's say they've been holding Apple all year long, right? They bought it on January 1st, or they bought it in, on March 1st or June 1st. Well, they're not going to cash that out because they don't want to pay taxes on it. So if they were to cash out, they would probably wait till the new year, or at least wait until they had like a year's worth of gains or something on there so they could get long-term capital gains. Now, let me just tell you, I'm not a tax advisor by any means. I don't get a lot of what takes place with the tax code. I have my own accountant. I give my accountant the information and he he takes care of the rest. But yes, towards the end of the year, the, some of the losing stocks from, from the year at hand will get worse. The, the better stocks tend to get a little bit better because of window dressing, portfolio managers wanting to say, yes, I was in Apple, or yes, I was in Facebook, or Bank of America. So the good stocks get better, the the bad stocks tend to get a little bit worse. That's not to say that's going to happen every year, but over the course of time, that tends to be the case. I also find, personally, December to be pretty tricky. It's it's a very strong stock picker market, so just because the market's going up doesn't mean all the stocks are going up. I always find the breadth to be a little bit questionable because of some of the things that I've just talked about, about people wanting tax write-offs because of the low volume, etc. Now, I talk about, historically, people like to sell their losers for tax write-offs. But what about last year? Because the market actually bottomed during the, the Santa Claus rally last year. That means the best opportunities were in stocks like Apple, like in Facebook, stocks that just had these monstrous rallies off of significant lows. I actually bought... Apple and Facebook and some others when the market was was at those lows back in late December because I used indicators like the T2108 that showed that we were at some historically oversold levels and the market was due for a bounce. And so I added some on there. And so you can actually say that that phenomenon of where people sell their losers for the tax write-offs 
wasn't necessarily happening because that was where we actually bottomed at was during the Santa Claus rally. And and if you were selling Apple or if you were selling Amazon or if you were selling Facebook or a whole host of other stocks out there because everything was getting butchered during the fourth quarter of last year, well, then you were selling at the lows and the market just rallied. So we had this historic rally that, that took place during the Santa Claus rally. So the whole point of all this is not to confuse you, but to say nothing is definite in the stock market. You're going to have years where the Santa Claus rally doesn't happen. I've seen many years where the Santa Claus rally doesn't happen. And if you go full-fledged into the Santa Claus rally, the last five days of the trading year and the first two days of the new trading year, thinking that you're entitled to some profits, you can be sorely disappointed because it doesn't always happen. And right now, we are at some incredible market highs. Who knows what's going to happen towards the end of the year? Maybe traders will get a little bit of cold feet with the election year ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to book some of these profits. Or will it just continue to go higher? It's hard to say. What I'm trying to give you is give you an understanding of what the market has done in the past so that you can apply it to your trading in the future, not with 100% certainty, but with an idea of what, what can be expected. So let's wrap this up. I want to go over the points. What is the Santa Claus rally? It's a period of the last five days of the trading year in December and the first two trading days of January where the market tends to be very bullish. 76% of the time it has rallied. It tends to have low volume. You start seeing stocks that have been notorious losers throughout the trading year. See even a di- more losses as people are selling them for tax write-offs. You see window dressing by the big brokerage houses and because they want to show people that they were in the stocks that rallied throughout the course of the year. And December in general, it can be pretty tricky for trading. It's, it's more of a stock picker's market because of the low volume. And be aware of the last day of the trading year. That can be really crazy. You have, especially in like the final hour of trading, it can just go all over the place. So be aware of that as well. That's going to do it. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up and ask me anything you like. Ryan at SharePlanner.com. And yes, I will be back on a regular podcasting schedule going from now until the end of the year. Well, let me back that up. Probably won't be doing a podcast on Christmas Day since that falls on a Wednesday. Hopefully I can get one out that week. If not, that will only that will be the only uh, day that I don't get one out. Um, otherwise... 2020 i can't believe i'm even saying that uh the year 2020 is upon us and yes i will be doing my podcast as regularly scheduled thank you take care god bless thanks for listening to this week's podcast of swing trading with ryan mallory i'd like to encourage you to join me in the share planner splash zone where i navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world with your membership you'll get a seven-day trial access to my trading room and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me ryan at shareplanner.com or call the office at 321 321- 522-6733. All the best to you and God bless.